0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. So let's continue looking at the birth narrative of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've looked at uh, all of Luke 1 and a portion of Luke 2. Uh, the rest of Luke two we'll look at when we get finished with Matthew. Okay, so we're going to start with Matthew today, and uh, the very beginning of Matthew chapter one uh, does begin the understanding of the birth narrative, but you start with a genealogy. You know the begats that you would see in the good old Authorized version, and a lot of times people will say, "Oh, those things were so boring; they drive you crazy." Well, not really. Because if you give heed to him and pay attention to what's being said, you can learn a lot. And the Lord has a point and has a purpose with him. So in Matthew 1, I'm not going to read all this because there's 14 verses of so-and-so was the father of so-and-so. But I want to just point out a couple things here. In the first verse, it says this, The record of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Then in verse 2, it says, Abraham was the father of Isaac. So this genealogy right here starts with Abraham, who was the father of Isaac, then goes through all the generations, and it does a couple of interesting things with the generations. It it divides it up into the time prior to the deportation to Babylon, the time after. In verse 12, it says this, uh, well, verse 11, Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon, you know, when they were exiled to Babylon. Then verse 12, after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah became the father of Shatiel, and Shatiel the father Zerubbabel. And so it gives us some timing about some things that you see over uh, in the Old Testament, how things went down. At the end of it, verse 16, it says this, Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, by whom Jesus was born, who is called the Messiah. So in this genealogy, even, it doesn't say that Joseph was the father of Jesus. It says that Joseph was the husband of Mary by whom Jesus was born. Jesus was born by Mary. Mary's husband was Joseph, but Joseph was not the biological father of Jesus. And it, and it shows us this truth right here in Matthew 1. Then in verse 17 of Matthew 1, it says this So, all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations. And from the uh, the deportation to Babylon to the Messiah, 14 generations. So we see there's a point and there's a purpose here to this genealogy. He's expressing who Jesus is. Now, there's another genealogy. There's another genealogy of Jesus. And it's over in Luke, the third chapter of Luke. And let's see, verse 23 is where it began. It says, when he began his ministry, Jesus himself was about 30 years of age. Notice that, about 30 years of age. It didn't say precisely 30 years of age. He's about 30 years of age. Being, as was supposed, the son of Joseph. Okay? So, right here in this genealogy, it says, as supposed, that people made the supposition that he was the son of Joseph. If you remember in the last episode, That I tell you how the religious rulers actually said it to Jesus? He's the supposed son? Well, they were saying it in a derogatory, snarky kind of way (laughs) to bring him down and to remind him that they knew about his lineage and what he really was, right? Here in this genealogy, it's just saying that people thought that he was a Joseph, really he really wasn't. And then it goes and it starts to backtrack the genealogy. Okay, it backtracks the genealogy. All the way back to, uh, let me pick up verse 37. The son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. So the previous genealogy started with Abraham and moved forward. This one right here uh, starts and goes backwards to Joseph. Okay, One of them... uh, It's the lineage of Mary. The other one is the lineage of Joseph. I think this one in Luke is the lineage of Joseph because it says, "the supposed son of Joseph." And the one in Matthew is the one that uh, spoke of Mary, okay, the wife of of um, Joseph. So we have these two genealogies that express and tell us who Jesus is. Now, verse eighteen of Matthew chapter one. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. We're familiar with this, are we not? When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. So this confirms some things and and fills out some things that we've seen in Luke already. They were betrothed, they were engaged, but before they came together, before they were married, before they had any type of marital relationship, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. We saw in Luke how the angel appeared to her and told her, and she goes off and spends three months with Elizabeth. She comes back. We don't know if she told Joseph before or when she comes back. If it's when she came back, it would be even harder to take, right? Because, you know, you come back and say, oh, I've been gone three months. Baby's good to see you, by the way. I'm, I'm great with child. I'm having a baby. But don't worry. God's the father. You can imagine that. So watch what happens here. Verse 19 of Matthew 1. And Joseph, her husband, so notice, even though they're betrothed, she's he's considered to be your husband. But the marriage hasn't been uh, brought to fruition yet. Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. Now that send her away secretly, that's interesting. What does that exactly mean? Does it mean that he was going to send her off to like a halfway house for unwed mothers? Well, a no matter of speaking, Yeah. He was going to send her off to where she could have the baby. I'm not sure what would happen after that, right? Was he sending her away secretly to just start another life in another place and to have nothing else to do with him ever? Uh, In all likelihood, you know, he loved her. He was a righteous man. He did not want to disgrace her. He could have totally disgraced her. He could have hauled her out to the center square and had her stoned dead, right? He could have accused her of all sorts of things. Can you imagine the struggle that he went through in the midst of all this? Wondering about, is what she's saying true? Is this this? So anyway, he, he had this plan. He was going to send her away secretly. Verse 20 says this. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Now, we're not going to be able to finish the whole story right here today, but what we're going to see in the Matthew account, and with Matthew and Luke together, there are, I think, four separate times that Joseph has dreams. Okay, this Joseph right here in the New Testament, the supposed father of Jesus, right? (coughs) He has four separate dreams that give him guidance, that give him insight, that give him understanding about what he has to do. And what you're going to see is that being a righteous man, whatever God tells him to do, he does. So look what the Lord says here. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Mary had told him, now he has a dream. Now did he get up the next morning and say, "Hey, I wonder if that was really real. I wonder if I should not have had some, I've had too many falafels last night before I went to bed. You know, maybe I had a falafel dream right here." No, I don't think so. I believe that when the Lord gives you a dream like this, you know it. Okay, you may not understand it, you may not be able to interpret everything about it, but you know the dream. You're able to recount what's happening and what's going on here. And so this was the Lord confirming to Joseph. That yes, this child is conceived by the Holy Spirit. You are to take her as your wife. And then the corollary with it is, by the way, you're going to be the earthly daddy of Messiah. <laughs> wow, can you imagine? I'll tell you what, we'll pick up and we'll, we'll finish the rest of this next time. Again, I'm Dale and I'll see you then. Goodbye.